Hello, hello, good people. This is your guy, Mr. Educator, Mr. Communicator, Mr. Free Thinker, coming back at you live once again from the Lone Star State with another edition of The Media Mike Speaks. Today's top story. Good people want to talk to you about a case. Maybe you may have not heard of this. It is regarding a seven-year-old who was accused of rape. The question is, as you see, is arresting him the answer. Is this wrong or right? So we're going to talk about it. This comes to us from the New York Times. Now, this case is out of the state of New York. I spent two years in that state from 1993 to 1995. But this is not about me bashing New York State. This is about a case that has happened, a crime that has happened, and the case that follows. And we're going to talk about how New York State treats its juveniles, among other states. So, let's begin this article, it reads. At the forested edge of the Canadian border, this spring, state police arrested a person from the hamlet of Brasher Falls, New York, population about 1,000. The pain of such crimes often tears small towns apart without rippling beyond their borders. But following the March 23rd arrest, news of the arrest ricocheted far beyond the hamlet. The resident charged with rape was a seven-year-old boy. Now, little is known about the circumstances of the arrest, the specifics of the allegations, or the case's disposition. The records of cases involving children are kept private. But in New York, the arrest reignited a discussion about how the justice system deals with so-called young offenders. Judges, juvenile justice experts, and lawyers who have handled such cases from both sides of the courtroom say arrests traumatize children ensnared them in the legal system and increased their chance of recidivism. Arresting children so young, they say, ignores the science of brain development and in an attempt to seek justice, often achieves the opposite result. Now, a quote here by Dwayne Mitchell. What we know now is that the science doesn't support prosecution of second graders. Mr. Mitchell leads the Legal Aid Society's juvenile rights practice, citing cognitive science that shows such young children lack true awareness of the consequences of their actions. And that emphasizes the psychological trauma of being cuffed and prosecuted, of being of being cuffed and prosecuted. Mitchell is one of, one of a growing number of experts across the country urging states to raise their age minimums. The push follows a similar movement to raise the age of, at which people can be criminally responsible as adults. In 2019, New York State completed a phase in that raised the age at which teenagers can be charged as adults for misdemeanors 
and most felonies from 16 to 18 years old. There are not a lot of seven-year-olds who are getting snagged in some egregious criminal charge. Who experts now? Who expects the law to pass this legislative session? If something egregious does not draw the attention to the need to update or change the law, it will hang around as improper as it is, unquote. But other states have begun to make changes to their laws. In 2018, Massachusetts raised its minimum age from 7 to 12. California and Utah also set 12 as the minimum age. Recently, Mississippi enacted a law raising its age at which children can be committed to juvenile facilities from 10 to 12. Similar legislation is being considered in more than half a dozen states. Still, more than half of American states have no minimum age at all. Of those that do, only North Carolina at age six has a lower minimum than New York. Earlier this year, in North Carolina, a six-year-old boy was arrested and taken to court after he picked a tulip while waiting at a bus stop, according to a report in the Herald Sun in Durham, North Carolina. I guess that's a crime to pick a tulip. I think it is. It's on the old blue laws in uh, Carolina. The case was dismissed, but set off a furor. Quote, should a child that believes in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy be making life-altering decisions? According to J.H. Corpening, Corpening, the Chief Justice Court Judge of New Hanover County, acts expressing his belief that such young children are unaware of the consequences of behavior that could be considered criminal. North Carolina is also considering, considering a change to its law. So it took a six-year-old picking a tulip out of the yard in Carolina to get arrested for you to consider changing such a law. Now, the proposal in New York to direct children younger than 12 who are accused of serious crimes to social service agencies would, in a sense, codify what experts say often occur, occurs already. Across New York State in 2019, for example, of the hundreds of children 12 and younger who were arrested, just 121 cases went through family court proceedings, according to records uh, obtained by the Children's Defense Fund, New York, the New York Office of the National Policy Advocacy Group. Juvenile arrests are, oft, are also are also often carried out inequitably along racial lines. In 2019, more than 90% of children aged 7 to 11 arrested in New York City were of African American or Hispanic, according to the data provided by Legal Aid. Though those groups make up just 57% of the city's population of children, white children, experts say, are more likely to be sent to therapists or return to their parents for the same behavior for which African-American children were arrested, a pattern reflected nationwide. The legal system is probably a hundred years behind because of unusual tests. 
Do you understand that this is right and this is wrong? Said Jane Tuchby, who worked in Massachusetts as a prosecutor and later served as commissioner of the state's youth services department. A four-year-old could say that, but that doesn't mean if they stab somebody with a pencil that they actually know what's happening, unquote. Court proceedings can also be incomprehensible for small children. When Debbie Freitas, a lawyer based in Lowell, Massachusetts, brought an eight-year-old client before a magistrate in 2018 for bringing a butter knife to school, the child exclaimed, Oh, wow, quote, we are going to see the president, unquote. Freitas recalled, they are so young, they do not understand the very basis of what is going on, unquote. News of the arrest in Brasher Falls stunned residents, said Mark A. Peets, the supervisor of the town of Brasher. He quotes, you can't fathom a seven-year-old being arrested. You watch all these true crimes on TV and you just think, you never think of a seven-year-old, he said, unquote. But alongside the collective grief of the victim, he said, is a sense that such a young perpetrator too must need help. There is right and wrong, but there has got to be some sort of social service protocol, Mr. Pete said, some sort of way to handle this without him being treated almost like an adult, unquote. Good people, I really would like your thoughts on this. I don't understand this. How did this come about? I didn't know it's seven and below you could be charged at this point. I know some states, I just thought that was nationwide. But I guess not. Just in case you did not know people, let me give a little bit of history here about New York. Once again, I'm not bashing New York, uh, New York State. I used to live there. I lived there two years, 1993 to 1995. Cruelty to animal laws were passed before child abuse laws in New York. So that should tell you right there all you need to know. Well, good people, what can I say? It seems arresting our youth is the new trend of today. Now, one must ask the question, how do we feel about this injustice? It is said that a nation is judged by how it treats its prisoners. Now, whether you believe this to be a lie or the truth, all I know is this clearly shows how this nation feels about its youth. This is your guy, Mr. Educator, Mr. Communicator, Mr. Free Thinker. Subscribe, share, and like to keep me rocking on the mic. Have a good night.